from RF Smart. This is Taking Inventory, a podcast all about better controlling your supply chain and improving inventory management. Now your host, Abby Bennett. Welcome back to Taking Inventory with RF Smart. I am your host, Abby Bennett. In honor of the holidays and the giving spirit that comes with it, I can't think of a better customer story to highlight than every meal. Before we get into who they are and what they do, I want to introduce our guests today. We have Nicole Price and Nate Youngblood. Nicole and Nate, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Abby. Thanks for having us on. We're excited to be here. Yes, and we are certainly excited to have you. Before we talk about who Every Meal is and what you guys do, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your role at Every Meal. Nicole Price, my role here at Every Meal is Senior Technical Project Manager, and I've been with Every Meal for seven years. And my name is Nate Youngblood. I'm the Vice President here. I've been here about four and a half years. Fantastic. Nate, tell me a little bit about who Every Meal is and what you guys do. Yeah, put simply, our mission is to fight child hunger through communities and school partnerships. We were started out of a partnership between a church and a school, noticed that kids were struggling, particularly with behavior on Fridays. And they looked into the drivers for why they were seeing so many behavior issues and discovered that they believed a lot of those core issues came with the kids were just hungry and they were concerned about not having access to food over the weekend. And so they went to the church and asked the church to help out. And to make a long story short, the church decided to start a backpack food program. A bag of food will go home with any child who needs food, and then that'll provide some additional food for that child and for their family over the weekend. So 13 years ago, they started with a kindergarten class at that school. And this year, we're in 460 schools across Minnesota. We serve around 12,000 students a week. Functionally, to understand what role RF Smart plays in that space, it's helpful to know how our program progressed. So we started with just this idea of, hey, let's buy some food or get some food and put in a kid's backpack. And as we leaned into that, we realized that variety was really important. If a child is getting the same food at home every week, the likelihood that they continue to eat that food drops because they get tired of it. You start building those different types of bags and variety in those bags, and very quickly, inventory becomes a challenge. So four and a half years ago when I started, I think we had three types of bags and two or three sub-varieties of those bags. And with a lot of Nicole's leadership, now we have five types of bags. And for every type of bag, we have four varieties. And we couldn't do any of that without RF Smart. Your team has played a huge role in making that possible. And honestly, for us, it all comes back to our mission. Everything we do, we run through the lens of, is this going to help the kids that we serve? And how do we make sure that they have access to food over the weekends when Otherwise, they may not have access to enough food. And we're going to talk, obviously, about the logistics of your supply chain and what that looks like with RF Smart. But what does that look like tangibly getting this food to those students and those young people in your community? What does your team go through just to get it into the hands of the right people? We have a program team. Their whole job is interfacing with our schools and developing relationships with the, the teacher or the social worker that's leading the charge at that school. It really is a partnership between the school, between every meal. We see ourselves as the logistical supply chain hub of the process. We buy all the food. We get it packed here in our warehouse or get the bags built. We use volunteers to do that as well. Every week we're building between 12 and 15,000 bags with volunteers. And then we have a team of drivers and supply chain professionals that their job is to get that food from our warehouse and get it delivered to the schools. And then there's another group of volunteers that typically will arrive at the school every Friday. And through the tools that our program team has developed, those volunteers are equipped to know where the bags should go. We try to do that with dignity. So often that means Bags are getting placed in students' backpacks while they're in class. So no one knows that 
Johnny's getting a bag of food in his backpack on a Friday. So it really is a team. It's a team of volunteers. It's a team of donors. It's a team of professional staff here that are employed at every meal. And then it's a team of vendors. We talk all the time about if we can't buy the food, then we can't give the food. If we can use best in class infrastructure on our system side, like RF Smart, to make that connection happen on the back end, then we can't leverage those tools to provide the variety and the quality that we want to provide. Wow, that's incredible. And I love that idea of offering assistance with dignity for those students. I know that really makes a difference. As you're navigating both the logistic and operational side of things, talk to me a little bit about some of the challenges you were facing on the supply chain side before you implemented NetSuite and RF Smart. Yeah, a few of the big pain points um, that we've needed to tackle with the inventory management system before our smart had a lot to do with our lot tracking at our bag level as well as our raw component level. We were literally manually keying in lot numbers for all those items that we were building and receiving. Before our smart, we also didn't have a lot of visibility to the components, which we call recipes, that were used in each built bag. Within those components, we also didn't have visibility to expiration dates. So one of the things we don't want to happen in our whole supply chain model as we're getting these kids food is to give them something that hasn't expired. That was a bit of a challenge prior to RF Smart. Also, our multiple warehouse locations, a lot of those transfers, if you will, or deliveries were being tracked on Excel spreadsheets or at a very low level were being done once a day, not necessarily live time. And in the whole organization, as well as our warehouse, the methodical way that we've been able to make it more efficient, have it set up correctly for our processes with racking labels, organizations, bins. We hadn't even thought in the beginning about FIFO, first in, first out. And right. so how RF Smart has allowed us to really zero in on those components. Additionally, everything's labeled nowadays, anywhere. It has a serial number, a barcode, a UPC. We had some challenges around just labeling, but also having it customized or branded. We want our schools and our kids to receive something that has the information on it that serves them well, but also tells us in our inventory system what we're delivering, where we're delivering it, and to who we're delivering it to. To tackle all of those things that you just mentioned, you obviously turn to NetSuite and then RS Smart, but let's go back and talk about NetSuite first. So our solutions are built for NetSuite. We have four suite apps live today. What helped you guys really make the push to say NetSuite is going to be the platform on which we want to have one source of truth to run our business and fulfill our mission? Great question, Abby. At Every Meal, we often talk about how we want to leverage technology to support our mission, the end goal being feeding more kids. And so at that time, we were looking for something that was robust enough to handle the logistics of our supply chain, but also streamline optimization and efficiencies for both our financial and our inventory processes. And like you said, be that source of truth. It really came down to us choosing NetSuite based on functionality ads that it was able mm -hmm. to offer, such as RF Smart, the external customer portals the income and expense tracking, and the ability to have control over the stock levels and reorder points. Along with all this data that, that we're putting into the NetSuite system, then we're seeing these lifetime outputs on KPIs and reporting and looking at those numbers so that we can make decisions and adjust as needed as things ebb and flow in our supply chain and through our fiscal years of 
fundraising. Ultimately, NetSuite had the capacity to grow with every meal. At the time that we onboarded, it was like, oh, wow, we have this big thing. We're not sure we're going to use it all. Now we're like, okay, how can we use more of it? What more can we do? Absolutely. That's such a great example of what we hear all the time with NetSuite users. They're so inspired by and excited by the ability to grow and continue to optimize their processes. It's one of the reasons that we are so happy to be built in NetSuite. So you have the business side of things in place, those processes, but you have to extend that to your supply chain, right? That's where RSmart comes in. Can you tell me a little bit about what the selection process was like and what really drew your team to RFSmart? Sure. We had some conversations with our local partners in our NetSuite consultants to say, hey, what customers are using what platforms? Can you tell us what feedback you've received? And we felt like RFSmart, that whole team was able to walk us through the features, the start kind of small, and then just build block, build block, build block. Today, we're still adding those building blocks as we grow. So it was a system that was able to grow with every meal. Absolutely. We call that the crawl, walk, run here. We're going to show you how you can scale, but we're going to start where you're at now and personalize it to fit your needs. Let's break down for listeners how RFSmart is tangibly helping your team on the warehouse floor. So when we think about the way we leverage technology, I think it's helpful to think about food in and food out. We literally use RFSmart starting with the inbound receiving process. When the team receives the pallets of food, they use the RFSmart handheld scanner from receiving all the way through every bin transfer to when it goes on the packing floor where the volunteers pack and build the bags of food. Those scanners are used again to move all of that product off of the building floor where volunteers built the bags. And the part that I love the most is our sales order building process. On a given week, we're putting in 90 to 130 sales orders to send between 10,000 and 18, 19,000 bags of food out to the schools that we serve every week. And that happens through sales orders. We have a team of volunteers that show up in the warehouse and they walk over to a computer station that we have and they plug in a sales order and the sales order populates and then they go down our build stations. And they literally walk pallet station to pallet station and they can select, hey, we're going to send a purple A. So they select purple A, they scan the lot number on the box, six food bags in every box. They remove that box from that bin location they put on a delivery cart and then they move on down the line. And they'll build orders that have 300 boxes of food, some that have two boxes of food. And then drivers will load those deliveries onto their trucks and then they go out to schools. So literally every step of any product that's moved anywhere in our warehouse requires RF Smart. I think it's so awesome as a nonprofit that people can come in and can see that we're using industry-leading technology to make their job ideally as efficient as possible. That's the general idea of the movement and the way that we use the system. Nate, I'm so happy to hear that for a lot of reasons. Obviously, we love when our customers are happy and they're using RSmart in a really functional way. What was really exciting to me was to hear that you're having volunteers pick up a handheld. These are people that I'm assuming are not in your warehouse every day or maybe even every week. And they're able to very quickly pick up on the process and keep all of that inventory control live in NetSuite. Nicole, do you want to share what that looks like for users and some of the benefits you've seen? Yeah. Like Nate had mentioned, leveraging our volunteers has been really huge. We're able to quickly onboard them to our processes, train them. And so that whole process has become more efficient with the optimizations and the functionality ads. Recently, RF Smart released item fulfillment mark orders. 
And what that allows every meal to do is separate out the picking process. It can be a separate person. So we may have a volunteer come in and pick all these orders. And then we may have another set of volunteers come in and pack the orders to get them on the trucks to go out for delivery. And then we have another set of folks who are making those deliveries on the trucks out to the schools. So the kids are getting our food. And all of those processes can be done either in tandem or separate with this bundle to mark the orders real live time. So we would know that an order was delivered four minutes from now in St. Paul at X school, which is really great for inventory control, but also transparency for our program department, as well as celebrating the wins across the organizations with the KPI data, how we're leveraging not only our volunteers, but how do these numbers and how does this data that are on the RF Smart KPIs how can we celebrate those things? Because that all rolls up to our mission to get kids food. Our whole thing is if we can do something more inexpensively here, that means we can use more of our donor resource to buy food. And if we can buy more food, we can serve more kids. That's kind of the mindset we have. I mentioned at the start of the show that our mission involves the, the word partnership. And we're very aware that we can't do this alone. And so a lot of the things the program talks a lot about is how do we do this in a way that is the lowest lift possible for our school partners? And one of the things that we've been able to do is now we're able to leverage an email notification. So if you're at a school and you're a social worker and you are thinking about our inventory was low last week and I think every meal is sending us food, but I don't know if it's come yet and I haven't had a chance to walk past the storage location yet. And then you get an email ping that says, hey, at 8.55 this morning, 100 boxes of food was delivered to Green Elementary. We've taken that question out of that social worker's mind. Right. And for us, not only is that really important, but we know that will allow he or her to then focus on whatever else is next. And if that's providing care for a student in a different way than they wouldn't have been able to before or what have you, we take that really seriously. In the end, if we can make the lift as easy as possible for our partners, we want to do that. And RF Smart allows us to, to do that. Absolutely. It's that downstream impact, especially as a nonprofit. So like you said, those other professionals in your space are able to do more and offer more resources to these underserved populations. It's so cool to see it from that perspective. And even in COVID, when we saw high need, high demand, and we had to purchase additional food, there was a point in time where we needed to onboard an additional location. We were able to receive inventory at that location, get our bins set up, get our racking set up, get things moved over physically, but also in the system within days. We are able to pivot adjust to meet the need because of the technology that we have. Nicole finished the implementation. We still shake our head because we can't believe it. Of NetSuite and RF Smart, what, like two months before COVID hit? No one knew what was going to happen those first weeks in March. and. We had a donor come through with a $280,000 check, wow. which basically was a green light to be able to buy food. And so we knew we had the money and we looked at Nicole and said, all right, we want to order 70,000 bags of food. And that would have taken us probably a day or two to get organized on what do we actually need to buy. And through demand planning, RF Smart, in 15 minutes, we had a purchase list. And so we had food rolling inbound of the warehouse within a week. We started building 24,000 bags a week, six months straight. We quadrupled our output pretty seamlessly in the end. And we were really able to leverage that technology. And I shudder to think of what would have happened if we hadn't been able to have that place prior to that point. I mean, you see my jaws dropped. That's exactly why we're here for our customers to make moments like that 
as seamless as can be, right? And when times got tough, you guys were really able to be there for your community. That's really impactful. I mean, you guys can't see this, but we're looking at each other in the same conference room and we still get choked up talking about it because it was such a crazy, hard, awesome thing that we were able to participate in. It is. It's really amazing. And I appreciate you guys taking the time to share that. I think our listeners will find that really moving as well. And we've said the word a few times, but it speaks to the larger conversation of partnership. And it really makes us happy to support an organization that does such vital community building work. And it's really near and dear to our heart at RF Smart. We have a company-wide goal focused on fighting hunger and poverty with our dollar-to-dollar match program. We've raised $100,000 in 2022, and we're coming up on the end of our 2023 campaign. We'll have those numbers soon. You guys are on the front lines every day doing this kind of work. So for our listeners, how would you encourage other companies to implement these kinds of philanthropic, community-minded efforts and really make them ingrained into their culture as they continue forward? I think that's a great question. And I'm not sure there's a right or a wrong way to do it. Because I think for every company and every business, there's a lot of unique realities that both from a culture and from a contextual situation are different, right? Corporate partnerships in particular have been so important to us when there's value alignment and missional alignment. And we have a few partners in particular that I'm thinking of who have made a significant multi-year commitments, not just to fund us with donor dollars, but to support some of this infrastructure work that we've done around implementing NetSuite, implementing RF Smart, and really providing us the resources so that we could take the time to step back and really implement well and implement the breadth of what RF Smart allows us to do. And we've served eight and a half million meals solely because that commitment was made. That commitment doesn't get made, then we don't leverage any of this. So I think if corporate partners or people who have a role or have a voice in how corporate entities engage, if they can do so with that kind of lens, I know that would help organizations like ours immensely. And I think it would make the world a better place. I think that's really great advice and helpful for leaders to be thinking about. For the individual contributors who are listening, and they said, I can't really change corporate policy, but I can certainly donate my time or efforts or resources. What would you encourage to be their first step of action? On a personal level, I would always say start with the things you care about. Start there and find ways to engage in that, whether it's partnering with a nonprofit or I've got young kids. So my son's hockey association or the dance studio where my daughter works, making sure that I'm willing to spend the time and the energy to to volunteer there uh, and engage on that level. And then trust that your work and the resources that you provide in that space are really going to have an impact that's far greater than you might realize. Absolutely. I do want to end today by giving you guys an opportunity to share with listeners how they can specifically support every meal and the work that you guys are doing. Locally, come by and volunteer, everymeal.org. There's a volunteer button. You can click and you'll see a lot of different volunteer opportunities everywhere from packing food in the warehouse here to order building. And then obviously we need funds to buy food. And so if people are willing to donate and to provide some of the resources that would allow us to serve even more kids here in the state of Minnesota, we would love that. So what I'm hearing is Minnesota locals, you could see RF Smart in action and be a part of the magic if you want to volunteer. This has been such a wonderful conversation, and I can't tell you how grateful I am for both of you taking the time in this busy part of the year to share your customer story, your partnership story with RF Smart, and much more importantly, how you served your community and have found sustainable ways to be there for the long run for your neighbors. Really impactful stuff. 
For those of you listening and want to get involved, please visit the link below. You can donate to Every Meal there, show them some support, certainly follow their social medias. I'll also leave a link below to our company-wide philanthropic blog post where you can get a little more information about how we support our community from our Jacksonville headquarters to Denver to our international posts as well. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, including Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, or directly from our website at www.rfsmart.com podcasts. We are wishing you all a wonderful holiday season full of comfort and community. And we will catch you on the next one. Nicole and Nate, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Abby. It's been fun. Thank you.